ACAST. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Just refresh my, my page. Should be. Yes, we are. We indeed are. Yeah, just scroll it down. Yeah. And there you go. Live. We are. Again, share on the wait, 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 <laughs> I'll get this down. Uh, okay. Welcome. 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 Yep, we are live. Wait, are we live here? Not yet. Now press. There you go. I'll get this down somehow. Now we are live. We're live. We Hi. are live. Welcome to Abracadabra, Create What You Speak. I'm Ilan Azulai. This is Gina Ann. This is, a, this is an empowerment program for you who are ready to reclaim your power, to remember your gifts and to bring them out to the world for your enjoyment and for the benefit of the of the nice. world. Um, I'm a spiritual mentor and a sound therapist for you uh, who are ready to reclaim your power. And Gina is uh, is an intuitive uh, spiritual counselor, and she is uh, an inner child specialist. That's what's fun about it. Right? <laughs> exactly. So you see what we're doing now. So what I'm so what so what uh, what I'm doing now. This is Palo Santo, and. Uh, <clears throat> Some people like sage. I don't like sage. I like sage, I, but Palo Santo sharp. is the sainted, like sharp, yeah. sainted wood. So, so uh, holy wood, yeah. It is, yeah. No, yeah. And uh, this is like in the in the in the uh, South American. It's a South American tree, and it needs to be down. I think for so many for tens of years before they can actually use it for this, and uh, very earthy. Um, mm. Connects you back to your primal to your root uh, chakra, to your sacral chakra. And the best thing about this, it removes odors. It removes odors, it removes oh, everything. everything. It's, it's, it's spiritual and it's uh, practical. Practical. So, yeah. Welcome. How are you doing, Gina? I'm doing great. Yeah. It's, been a, it's been an interesting week. It's been, yeah, interesting week or two weeks. Yeah, it's it been very, we've had a lot of... There's a lot of, a lot of things. My sister was station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for station. <laughs> So yeah, your sister was here from Israel. My sister was here from Israel. We drove to San Francisco, and uh, on the way back, you know, and, and on the way up there, you know, there a lot of so, such such a beautiful scenery. Well, and we're in a heat wave here, but it was raining in San Francisco, right? Yeah, it was like it, it's it like was... 89, 90 degrees here. So... Yeah, it's like we are we're swimming in our uh... <laughs> in our boob sweat. <laughs> in your sweat. So I'm so glad you all joined. 
We have uh, some fun topics and some tools to offer you today. Yes, absolutely. Um, Glad that you are here. Yeah. Um, you can, all the chats, if you want to chat, you want to ask a question, please uh, write it down. You can connect to us Same through right here. Uh, through, oh, Hi, hello, Ernie. everybody Hi, there. Sahar. Hi, Sean. I forgot that this camera was working. Yeah, no, we've got it. You kind of snuck it, it in. I did it. I did it. snuck it in. I, I always sneak it in. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. So, you know, stay tuned. Again, it's going to be really fun. We're going to offer some tools. Our topic for today is? Choices. Mm, right? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not just the choices. It's not about the choices themselves, mm -hmm. but about where, what place within ourselves do we inhabit when we're making a choice, right? So I like to take the Sunday shows and kind of, uh, um, <clears throat> kind of go over what I talk on the Friday talks. Right. And and uh, this Friday talk was about choices, but really what it was about is about the place that we inhabit when we make a choice. What place do we inhabit? You asked earlier, we talked earlier, how do you know I'm making the right choice? Right. So what place am I inhabiting? And it ties to the to the weekly portion of uh, Vayetze, where uh, it says Jacob left, uh, left left Beersheba and went to a different town called Haran. And it says he left like as if he's walking out like, Road trip, right? Yeah. Road trips. Road, road trips are great. Which right? you just made. But there's yeah. many choices. So, so, so the thing is that um, he went on his road, but really, the reason he left was because his brother Esau wanted to kill him because he stole his birthright. He didn't steal his birthright. Right. He he bought it with the with the bowls of lentil. Um, Esau, his brother, was the 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 the, uh, the uh, birthright, uh, the one that had the birthright, mm -hmm. and uh, he was a hunter. And he came, and he came home, and he said, uh, "He saw David, uh, uh, Jacob cooking something." He says, "What is this red? Feed me, feed me with this thing." Like he was hungry, and he he killed he killed uh, somebody that day. He was in battle. So uh, Jacob said, "I'll give you this bowl of lentils. This was lentils, so red lentils. If you sell me your birthright." <laughs> and Isa said, "Ah, who gives the rats ass about birthright? Yeah, take it. Give me just this bowl of lentils." And then he sort of regretted it and he wanted to kill Jacob to get it back. But dude, too late, man. Too late. Snooze. So, so snooze. there's so, a right choice and a wrong choice, or is there? Well, no. I, I, you see, I don't know if it's is uh, exactly. It's a very tricky. It's a very tricky thing. That's what I get in my but, practice, don't you? What choice do I make? Am I making the right choice? Am I on the right? That's track? right. That's right. But it, it, it comes from the place that you're in. So what, what place we're in? So. The reason he said, the reason he said, he should say, and Jacob escaped because his mother told him, listen, your brother wants to kill you. So Jacob escaped. But now he said, Jacob kind of nonchalantly left Beersheba. And this is a great, this is a great lesson for, for us, for every day, is never to make a choice from a charged place. An emotional, an emotional place. As you all never, know. never, never to make a a life altering decision from an emotional place or from any substance, uh, <laughs> any uh, any substance, chemical uh, substance, uh, alcohol, presence, drugs, anything, anything. Uh, it's just because it is it is an altered state. So when we are when we are in this uh, when we are in an emotional state and we make and we make a choice. What kind of a choice? What kind of an outcome do we get? Well, you know, so from like, my experience and experience with my clients, I always say, you know, whatever modality you have, mine is to take a breath and hold that breath as long as. If I'm emotionally triggered, take a breath as long as you can. 
I mean, as long, not that works too, but I take it, I hold it until I can't hold it anymore. And I let it out because what happens when we make a choice from the emotional state, it's a reaction rather mm -hmm. than a response. Exactly. And you want to respond. Exactly. That all ties in communication. Communication is the key. So that's one tool that I use and I offer. Um, another tool, you know, sometimes breathing doesn't help. It's very silly, but here's a tool. It seems to work. You clap really fast because the energy gets diverted into your hands. It seems very silly. Hi, Liz. Um, but it actually does work, especially with children. Because children sometimes, <laughs> when they're in emotion, <laughs> they're in fight so or you flight. Go, so you go to their face? And, <laughs> no, I don't do their face. I don't slap them. <laughs> but I, I teach them to go, one, two, three. One, two, three. And then it immediately there we go. gets Bring them out the of that Also, what happens here, it's interesting that you're doing this because in addition to the one, two, three, you have the sound. Ah, you have the, the attention. The attention to that, to that, what's going on. So everything is because yeah. we can't, we can't, we can't uh, really silence our mind. Our mind has to be always focused. So if we focus our mind on one thing, let's say breathing or bringing your attention to here, mm -hmm. uh, we're focusing one thing, and and that's the same thing with meditation is mm -hmm. is to focus on one thing, not to just like oh clean your mind. This is not. This is not. Uh, you can you can't stop your mind. No, because when you're in the emotional states, it's in the limbic system, right? And it sits in the amygdala. Therefore, we're in this fight or flight, and we everything shuts down. It's like a computer, like all the logic completely shuts down. So until you regroup totally. and get into a centered place, which is sometimes hard. Sometimes we we, I think you like the term ping pong. Yeah, yeah, ping pong. He's a ping ping pong bat. Ping pong guy. Um. So that's one tool. I mean, I would love to hear some of the choices that you had to make this week. Um, Especially when it comes to, to, to choices, but not necessarily the choices themselves. It's just what place did you inhabit when you made this choice? Mm -hmm. Did you make a choice and then, and then you said, oh, you know what? I, I was too, I was too uh, hasty to make mm -hmm. a choice, to make that choice. Mm -hmm. So it's really that place that we that we inhabit when we make a choice so when we come to a place and this is uh, this is another um, you, you you gave um, for example an, a, a pool to focus mm -hmm. right then there are many breathing tools towards the end of the program i want to talk about uh, this kabbalistic uh, meditation breathing meditation technique that i work with and i uh, that, and, and and i work it in workshops and show clients and i want to to uh to offer this here because it really helps. There are also many uh, sound tools to be used for relaxation and for yeah. and for uh, releasing of toxins. Mm -hmm. So, so what? So how's so how's your week as far as choices? I had to make some tough choices actually this week. You know, we're all bound by uh, family obligations, responsibilities, financial yeah. obligations, and this week I had some tough choices in the sense of what I felt was not right or wrong, but what my conscious felt was the right thing to do so I can be at peace. Yeah. And so it was really, and it's like, you know, trying to make the peace and trying to make everybody happy or do see, I make myself happy? Yeah. You see that, 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 that's, that's a very common thing for, and it's, it's a common thing for many people who've, who've been, you know, been abused or as, as children is to, is to accommodate everybody else. Mm -hmm. And when you accommodate everybody else, how much of yourself do you give for love or peace? For example, 
How much, how much of your own thing you chunk out? And I'm very happy with the choice I made in the sense that it all worked out because, you know, you could feel it in your body. Really, the, my yeah. whole thing is paying attention to your body. When you are in, in tune with your body, when you do get that center, I knew when I sat and I thought, okay, no, this is the right choice. Okay, yes, I'm missing a day of work. Yes, this might cost something on this end. But you know what? This is what I feel that is the right choice for this person who is going through something. Yeah. So... Um, I'd love to hear, like I said, some of the choices you it all was. have made today. And it was tough. And, it, you know, there's a sacrifice to every choice. And um, I don't see it as a sacrifice. Maybe as an, as an outcome, as there is a cause and effect. Okay. So, yeah. here's the, so here's the thing. You know, it's like a cause and effect. You say, there are four. You know how those mazes, you, know, you have those drawing of mazes and you have four openings on the mm -hmm. top. And you have four openings on the bottom. And on one of the openings, there is an apple. And it says, which one reaches the apple, mm -hmm. right? It's a cause and effect. So I choose this, this is where it'll lead me to. If I choose this, this is where it'll lead me to. So, well, perhaps, but sacrifice... Well, I meant sacrifice in the sense of there are some things that I wanted to do that I wasn't able to do, so I sacrificed doing, you know... I see. I was looking forward to doing something, but it, it felt at peace to do what the choice I made. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's like we want, we want many... Many times we want something and we're, and, and we're like so going at it and we want it so much... And uh, uh, and we end up doing something else because because yeah. that was that was what presented that was what's right for for at that moment. That's right. A few years back, my mom, yeah. I, I was going to go uh, to my high school reunion with my brother Rock, and we're, I was I grew up in Texas, so yeah. I was going to go back. Uh, well, the day before we we're going to leave, my mom gets hit by a car. Now, oh, obviously, wow. this wasn't a sacrifice; it was an immediate decision, of course, because my mom is my everything. So. Um, but that was still, it was like, you have all this fun. This is how choices can be like that. Just like that. Now there's another choice. Okay. I'm obligated to go with someone, but do I go this place because well, it's the right thing for. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing about whether you know if your choices are, are right. We look at the, at the end goal of your goal at the end mm -hmm. result of your goal. Is this supporting, is your choice supporting your goal? Is your choice supporting your your, your your goal in in the path that you're going, and that's really how you know if it is yeah if it is uh, if it is really conducive to you. The fact that we you know we we may want stuff, but not everything that we want is good for us. Correct. That's you know? the whole thing, and that's why I said getting centered, you know, so you're not reacting to this or that. For me, it's like okay, this feels right now, and I always tell people before you send that text, before you know you're in anger or before you respond. And you don't know what um, to do. Do nothing. Exactly. If you have a do doubt, nothing. In doubt, just do nothing. Stay, stay, stay put. Still. Stay put. I always said, do not send a text until you're ready. So here's the thing with the text. A text text doesn't have an emotion. Mm -hmm. So when you write a text, whatever you felt when you wrote this text stayed with you once you hit the send button. It didn't go with the text. And how I receive it could be perceived. And how you receive it could be completely different. Than what the intention exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. That's how, why how, text. How, how many times are you. Uh, <laughs> I see relationships. I mean, people communicating to me about stuff mm -hmm. via text. I'm not doing it over text. Mm -mm. You want? Call me. Call me. Exactly. It's like, there is no. Where, where is that, that? that You feel the sound. You feel the, the person. You are the energy. You know, it's, the text is, 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 is blind. It, yeah. it, it, just, it just brings you the text, and whoever receives it, deploys their state of being 
So the choices that we make is the state of the being that I was talking about. And, and when you receive a text, it's the state of being that you receive, that you are in, that will make this text go this way or the other way. Well, you're the one that taught me because I didn't really know the importance of sound. Yes, music and... But when we're hearing each other's voice, Absolutely. I mean, the sound does have this certain frequency Absolutely. and the tonality and it does um, <laughs> in, inhibit or inhabit rather the response of the other person. Yeah, yeah. So in a text, it could be interpreted in many ways. But when we're speaking like, oh, OK, it's different. We feel the vibration, you know, no, you, you could feel the vibration when I speak with you. Mm -hmm. You can feel the vibration of the voice that comes. You can feel the, the the energy. It's a whole different thing with with uh, with sound. Now, uh, there are sessions. I do sound sessions online as well. It's a it's an experience, completely uh, uh, fascinating experience. But it's different. It's different than being in the flesh. No, my my daughter just had a session with Alon a couple weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Oh my goodness, she actually fell asleep. She said, <laughs> she when she came out, she was clear. Yeah. And I was. I'm very sensitive to sound and smell and touch. So when I had my first one, I've been to sound bath and they were all very overwhelming for me. And I, I wasn't a fan of them until that. So that's one of his modalities for many healing uh, properties. And, and when we're trying to uh, clear something out. Um, so my first session with him, again, felt this utter relaxation. I was a little bit tense because I don't like I don't like sounds. I, I don't like firecrackers. I don't like any of those loud sounds, but it really does verberate through the body. Yeah. And the way that the, the way that sound works, um, like there the, the have been times when, when, when the energy and the vibration would flow from top to bottom mm. and you could feel, doesn't matter if I, if I play the ball near your head or on, on this side or on, on, on top of your body, you will feel, the intention is for you to feel the, the vibration and the energy goes across all your body through your toes. And if there is something that is unclear, there is some kind of a, a spiritual traffic jam, then it'll stop wherever that is. Or if it needs an attention, or if there is an ailment, or if there is a certain body part that is, that is, not, that is not healthy, the energy will stop there and will circulate around us. So the, so the sound is also the only modality that tells me how you're doing without you telling me how you're doing. Well, you know, the visual I saw when you were saying that is like almost like where the stuck part is. Let's say my heart space, it's stuck, <laughs> whatever that may be. It's like when you do the heart thing, I, I saw it almost like disintegrating it and releasing it. Yeah. And that's, then healing it, like not bandaging, but getting it from the core. Of well, you saw, you, you hear, there's, here's the thing. We are, you know, how old are you? Thirty. So thirty years. I'm like two twenty-five year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Who can resist that? What was I going to say? I don't know. You're so the one that you throw me up. You say a joke. <laughs> I said, I forget it. <laughs> and then you forget. So let us know what he was saying. No, I don't what, know. What was I talking about? Was it sound. About? I don't oh, know. Sound. Now you got me so, up. <laughs> So you'll tell us if you're so, paying attention. So, well, I mean, we're, I, I don't know if you can tell me, you can tell us. Yeah, what, please, what write it saying. down. I don't remember what we were saying. But it was <laughs> about was sound. And then you... <laughs> uh, okay. What no, but I recommend about? really honestly uh, not pimping his services, but I'm pimping his services because I've experienced <laughs> it. And so has my daughter and many other people that I refer to him. Well, but I you. love what he does is he actually makes his own tea from fresh herbs. Taking that before 
it puts you in a very calm state. It, explain what your teas are because this no. is part of it. You don't need it, but I he this is no, you don't need it, but, but it's cultivating the, the relaxation, the mm -hmm. calmness, um, releasing of toxins. Tea is called high tea, and it's made out of different herbs and plants that cultivate heart opening, body presence, different chakras activation. And so, yeah, yeah I like those. So, uh, Megan liked it. Yeah, Megan, I loved it. What you know, people always ask me. Because, you know, my title, whatever our title is, intuitive, spiritual psychologist, counselor, therapist, mentor, whatever the words are, there is a difference between counseling and therapy, right? Counseling, like therapy is reaching back deep within the root, or I call it the umbilicord, and releasing those blockages, whatever modalities you use, so you could live a better life in the now. Uh, life coaching or coaching is we're taking the present moment and we're striving to make this moment and the future moment. So let's say for a diet, you've tried every diet, right? You're not losing, you're not losing. Well, the therapy goes back and like, why do you have an, a relationship, That's a right. poor relationship That's right. with food? That's right. So we go there, we clear that, we work on that. Then the counseling part, I'm a life coach too. So that's why I wanted to learn both modalities. I don't want to just get stuck on one. So the coaching part would be like, okay, now we're going to see what's right for that's your right. body. It's not about losing weight. It's not about, it's about, it's about harmony. Good. It's about yes, harmony. Because it is, it is, it is not, you know, people are talking about balance and usually people think about 50, 50. This is harmony. It's about if we harmonize everything, then also you can eat maybe more than usual and still oh, keep, hi, Carney. and still, and still keep that, that physique that you want or that right. weight that you want. It's really all harmonized. So you don't want to get mixed up with the counseling and the therapy. And that's what I do. I balance both. I mean, like I said, it doesn't matter, matter what the words are. Same with him. He has, he uses sound, he uses teas. Oh my goodness. You, you well, well the thing is the, the sound, the sound and the teas are really tools really to get in and to, mm -hmm. and to, and to dive in, uh, to dive in and to find out really what is, what is causing your blockage now. What is causing your blockage and how we can release it and bring your your gifts and many times bringing the gifts to the world requires to actually go therapies yeah. go 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 to, to do therapy because because the the reason those gifts are blocked is because some wounds that happen right. you know so well, and that's where i feel my practice is a little bit unique because i i didn't get not registered as a phd i do have a master's but um there's so many rules so i'm allowed the freedom to get to the umbilical cord and see where it is. Like yeah. I said, interesting when my, my daughter had the sound she had brought up, I know it's very silly, but you are releasing toxins. She went, she went potty more afterwards. I know. No, no, I, it's not, it's not silly. It's actually not silly it's really at all. Great. It's and not silly boy, at she's all. She's listening. She's going to be so mad, but no, she won't. She told me, she goes, mom, I'm releasing, like going to the bathroom more and I'm wanting water. And she rested that night. So whatever works for you, like it's very difficult. Um, I can just love and support my children through whatever they're going through, but that's where we need an outside influence to get another perspective or yeah. I couldn't do a sound session on my daughter. One, I don't know how to do sound except for no, no, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Megan. No, 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 Megan. <laughs> but she's amazing. And my son is so amazing. And well, you could, you could it's do about children. That's they've yeah. been my inspiration. Yeah for everything you're, good. you're great with kids are, you're great oh. with kids she have to see her with kids when she work with kids it's oh, just like I, a whole immersive experience and really, i love really the inner great. child i call the, myself the inner child specialist because i can see the child in everyone i don't care if you are three or my my um oldest client is 89 
and her name is Maggie and she's from the Valley and she just calls up and we go over things and she's amazing. But still she has, you know, I see the little girl when she talks, she's 89 yeah. and still those triggers because in her generation, they didn't talk about things. It's like right. putting the laundry. Under That's the, right. Absolutely. And I said, Hey, Maggie, I said, you know what happens when we shove all that under the rug? It builds up and we trip. I'm not gonna let you trip. <laughs> and it stinks too. Eventually, it, eventually, it depends what you're putting under there. <laughs> yeah, shit, I got it. <laughs> shit, I know. I was thinking dust, but even better. So I love her when she calls me up. And, you know, it's it's a spiritual update. It's like I need a tune-up, Gene. I'm like, okay. And whether it's spiritual behind it, yes. Spiritual everything is. You see, everything is spiritual. Yeah. Here's the thing. Everything. I believe that everything that is in this in this realm, everything, everything that happens, everything that happens for us right whatever has a spiritual reason and cause everything has a spiritual reason and cause the way that you meet the way why you met when you met who you who you've met you know uh, everything has a reason and it has a reason for why the timing is happening exactly now even though we don't know it. and that's the frustrating part because it's like when you're in the midst of trauma or a choice to make like we're talking about choices to make you don't know the the fear is the unknown that, that's exactly what it is so when you are in, in, in the trauma or in the story or you're experiencing something and here's the thing and this is when you are triggered okay because how are we experiencing something we're triggered we're, th we're not going now uh, uh, we're not going to uh, uh, we're not living when we were 10 years old we're actually kind of trying to go back to those places but, but what happens is that we're triggered we're triggered and what comes up is our is our, our responses our trigger responses and it could be anger could be shut down could be uh, shutting sad, down could be just grief. sadness grief everything and so and so uh, uh, when, when, when you're in that when you are in that space you can't make these these healthy choices when I say healthy is unattached choices choices that are not emotionally attached that are not made because of some kind of an emotional charge or a, or or a uh, or some kind of an attachment or can't let go or upset or anger or can make the, the choices that will come out of it will have will bear the fruits of of that of that anger or or, or traumatic or triggering so this is so but here what happens many times and this is what happens to me now it happens in a, in a kind of a shorter time and that's eventually the goal uh, to have to be it, it live on, on it as it happens so this is what i call Wait, so trigger you, time oh, so true you, time yeah you become live in the moment oh like in the that's a really good way of looking at it. you're to stay live in the moment yeah. rather than well oh, well, well, well okay. we, we are we're rich we're getting triggered whatever is happening you said something i got triggered and that trigger cause me to be in a certain place and to do certain things or maybe even to say certain certain things based maybe, upon your past experience well let's say you said something and you triggered me right okay. you, you you know you you told me to do something hey and you I, don't and, have your wig on oh, yeah i like your wig better <laughs> like you tell me something what to do and i have, i have i have a trigger with with, with somebody telling me what to do <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, so, so that. So let's that, role play. So let's role let's play. Role so play. You, you, like, uh, can you like the camera's more on you than me? I'll be diva. 
<laughs> you don't need to be. Right? <laughs> no, so why no, say that? Well, I say you're telling you're telling me you're telling me. Oh, why don't you say this? Or oh, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me this? Why did you say that? Oh, why did you say that to me? Well, uh, uh, I'm over here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how would so, you respond, react? So, so, so the so the trigger was like, don't tell me what to do, or don't mm -hmm. tell me what to say. That's the reaction. That's the reaction. Okay. That's my reaction. Don't okay. tell me what to say, or don't put me in a conf confinement, or don't tell me how to be, or what to yeah. be, or that kind of Perfect. stuff, right? So, so that's the trigger. Right, so that's the trigger. So let's do route number two. So the 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 number two is the true time. The true time is when I realize that I got triggered, right? So the true time is like after time passes, the sand kind of kind of settle down on the ocean. Uh, how do you say the you know the ocean floor? You know, mm -hmm. like when you walk in the ocean and mm -hmm. and uh, you put your foot on and all the sand goes up and blah. blah, blah. The visual storyteller. Yeah. So, so, so the sand is down. Now you look and say, "Oh, you know what? I got triggered." But so that's so that's true time. There was a trigger time, and then there was the time that I realized that I got triggered. Now, it, between the time that I got triggered until the time that I realized that I got triggered, like we're sitting and talking now, could go a day, could go an hour, could go two days, could go a week. It depends on the level of the escalation of where it went or how far one took it. So how would we do so, it the right, the healthy way? So, so it's to realize, first of all, first of all, we need to realize, so we realize that there is trigger time and that there is true time. And the time between the trigger time and true time is this altered state is this game. I'm in the game. I'm in the matrix. Why? Because all my choices and all my relation to, to that person or to whatever, is coming from that place of I got triggered mm -hmm. from the trigger time to the true time. Now, the more I'm aware of this, the shorter the time becomes. So the shorter the time between the trigger time and the true time until to a point where you actually are processing what is happening real time and not reacting to, to the way that I say, Oh, don't tell me how and all this kind of stuff. Instead of reacting, you're actually uh, responding. Because you brought it in and you process it. So you have trigger time, true time, and the, the time in between. What do you do with this? What do you do with what you've discovered? So now... So let me do this scenario again. And this is the health way. But you, this took a lot of work and this is what you... This you is do the workshops and things yes. to teach. This, so. this, this, is what, this is what we're doing. The, this is what I do in the workshop and, mm -hmm. and how what the processes and mm -hmm. the steps and what happens in each in each scenario, in each, in each situation. How do we... How do we address that? What happens if you have some major decision to make while you're in that emotional state? Emotional state? So, uh, uh, so there are. Okay, so let's re let's do it in the healthy way. Whatever you have to process, we can't process a day because we'd be. We don't have a day. <laughs> so we don't have a day why so did you tell me that? Why would you say that to me? All right. So, so, so two things. Okay, two things. First of all, uh, um, I'm processing it now, actually. Yeah, how would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first thing is when, when this is happening, is to recognize it. Is to recognize this is happening. But many times we're... That's your trigger. We're, we're, right? we're triggered. So we're triggered. It's like a knee jerk. So it's like, why are you telling me what how to say or what to say? Or That's what you, you want to say. That's the that, old that's pattern. That's the trigger. That's the yeah. old pattern, right? Okay. That's the old pattern. But here's the thing. 
if you flip what is being said as what is being said to me or because of me or whatever to the other side is like why do you say that so right like you told me this why this answer why do you say that why do you say what you're saying because it hurt my feelings and I feel like you weren't acknowledging and valuing how I feel I see uh, from your standpoint I, re- I recognize that from your standpoint I realize that I realize it's a valid point mm-hmm. but you know it's just like we talked about texts uh, um, that's not where I came from I didn't come from that place my intention when I said what I said is completely different so so I understand what you're saying it makes sense if you if, if, if I look only from where you're looking from I, I, can, I can understand that and it is not where I come from so you can either you can either re- respond to what was told to truth and right and truth has no emotions so just see what happened or believe in in what you want to believe and and make the story and then you're angry because of the story that you made that didn't exist in the first place and the choices that you make are coming from the anger that you made from the story that didn't exist in the first place so do you notice i stood back stayed still and listened to him until he was in completion because that's we want to bounce back. We're like, no, no, you, I'm, you're not listening to me. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I sat down. This is what also we teach together and what I do individually as well. Um, role playing with couples. Yeah, that's what even we're... mother, daughter, mother, son, son, father, it, it, any relationship, coworker, coworker. You just role play and 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 and, and shutting and down, bringing and out. Yes, yes. And bringing out what is the old, what is the ideal, what is the ideal situation, the ideal solution. All the time is first of all to talk. If it has nothing with talking, not texting. I I, I knew somebody once that she was. Uh, um, we couldn't have a conversation. I mean, obviously, I, I'm at fifty percent there too. So couldn't have a conversation, but she could write great emails like mm-hmm. we'll sit in another room we'll sit here and she's in another room and we're not talking but she'll write me a three-page email that's because she's stuck in her throat yeah she's so so at that time but at that time i was uh i was big trigger time <laughs> <laughs> i was in big trigger time hey jay <laughs> i was in hey, trigger land yeah hello everybody there hello so you are here at abracadabra create what you speak with uh with myself ilana zulai and with gina and and uh we are we are we, we didn't talk about where we are we were here last time you know, we're in the tent. We're in a tent. We're in the tent in my it's backyard. Really cool. And really... we've, we've been talking about giving tools throughout the show about choices and, and role-playing on how to kind of handle situations when you have to make a tough choice or when you are, I love it, triggered. Trigger, trigger time, true time, time. time. Which is a great. Uh, so this is part, part of the part, part of the workshop. We weren't talking about choices. We're talking about the places that we inhabit when we make choices. What place do you inhabit within yourself when you make a choice? Which is usually in triggers. Well, no, no. If I need to make a choice, if I need to make enchiladas or no, 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 no. But if I need to make a choice, it depends where I'm, where I am. Um, Emotional. Yeah, I mean, I may not be emotional. I mean, the whole the whole thing is to come to a place where you can make a choice, not from an emotional place, right? right? So, um, so yeah. So that's uh, hi, Edward. Got a lot of over there. How many people do we have? I don't oh, know. Cool. Nice. Quite a bit. Hello. If you have Hello, any questions, everybody. you can yeah, ask. Please. You can type. Write a comment. We love it. Oh, thank you. Look Heart at that. Sing. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Nice. So yeah, I I love going over. I feel like offering these tools and 
you know, will give them something to do today and think about because every day we're faced with choices and emotions and, you know, especially during this time as the holidays approach. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of choices to, to be made. And, and since we're out of the, well, we're not completely out of the COVID, but still this is affecting the holidays and, and travel and, have you been traveling? When was that? I don't remember. Last, last time I was on an airplane was, I think, two something years ago when I went yeah, to Israel. Yeah, I went a year ago actually to visit my mom. One yeah. year exactly. In Minnesota. Ago. Minnesota. No? Minnesota. Yes. And my brothers, uh, Michael and uh, Miguel. Vinny. Vinny the Pooh. Vinny Poo Poo. That's my baby brother. So, Miguel and Miguel. And Miguel, Michael. Rocky's not watching. Is you not? can tell we're Italian. Michael, Gina, Rocky, Vinny. So <laughs> it's like you've been in the movie with the, with Al Pacino and everything. Like, I, hey, I'm, I'm down. I've been well, like, like, like Gina is an actor as well. And, and you've been in a bunch of movies. We we're just talking yesterday about uh, <laughs> the movie where with uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Right. Jersey boys. Jersey boys. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. And I, for me, that was reflective of my father wasn't uh, alive at the time and he loved, you know, Dirty Harry and all the Westerns. And so Gran so Torino. And so it was like, so, so for like you, being connected to my dad and of a memory, it's not really Clint Eastwood and stuff, although he was very, no, lovely. no. So it was what, what you did. So that's interesting. So you, so you, uh, connected with Clint Eastwood in his movie and that, is that kind of almost like created a circle or closed a circle for you and your dad? Yeah, I mean, it's is like that paradoxical like... in the sense of I'm actually meeting him that like, how many times did I, my family, we sat in the living room, watched TV, and he's like, yeah, Clint Eastwood, beautiful, <laughs> or, you know, and it's like, so it was very, um, <sighs> what's the word? Oh, see, now I'm getting, you're getting, what, 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 what? You're getting she's getting mush mush, and mushy now. Well, November's a really tough time. My, what, um, why, why is it for? Because you have a lot of shifts going on. Yeah, now. my dad, uh, passed away the day after thanksgiving anyway. so okay. november is very uh tough for my family and i oh god it's okay but, it's okay uh, wait so so here's the thing so here's the thing something is happening that is triggering you you're being triggered now it's trigger is not necessarily all the time to in the in the in the negative but trigger is bringing you to a place of you know you're you, you're back in that place this is mm -hmm. what this is what this is the, the the illusion of trigger the trigger takes us to as if we were there as if we are in that time, as if we are in that in that place, as if we are experiencing what this trigger caused us in the first place, as if we are experiencing the source of that trigger, mm -hmm. right? So you're experiencing now that's the source of the trigger. That's uh, you and your dad were pretty close, huh? Yeah, yeah, very, very. He was the rock <clears throat> of the family. So. Yeah, uh... but. You know, one story about my dad really, I really love. We yeah. were all cooks. We all cook. Of course, cook, Italian. But my dad cooked too, but he made his meatloaf. Nobody knew what was in it. And we <laughs> just catch him patting it like a little baby. Like he, my children were raised since in utero with my mom and dad. And so we always like, oh, Papa's meatloaf. And so we <laughs> go over. So it's interesting after he passed away, I, I couldn't eat meatloaf. Really? Couldn't eat meatloaf for wow. you. Wow. But you eat meatloaf now? Well, we had... We honored him and made a meatloaf. It's not like my dad's, but I made a meatloaf and my children and I, we ate it and it was like... Was it like your honored. dad's? No, it wasn't like my dad's, but the fact that I processed the grief and, yeah. you know, we said our next show, we're going to talk we'll about talk grief about, and tools we'll on how to process through grief and all types of grief because grief is in, in many forms. But Grief is many forms so in different stages. I can have the trigger true time, like you said, I love that saying that's his patent. Um, so I was triggered now and I could have shied away or I could have 
I've learned to process the that trigger of my dad and Thanksgiving and try yeah. to reframe every November that, yeah. you know. Notice, you know, also also different triggers are different behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like notice your trigger when you went, when you were triggered now, what happened? You became uncomfortable in your seat. You just want, it's as if you wanted to just bury yourself to get out mm-hmm. to, to notice what, 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 this is how body language works. Yeah. Notice what, what your body does when you're triggered. Yeah. What your body does. Your body is your guide. Your mind is your pride. Well, I went back you know, to the inner like, child because I was thinking of my dad exactly. and passing away. And, exactly. And so I went childlike because all the memories come flooding back, especially around Thanksgiving. Again, you know, he was in the hospital. And I remember making turkey and people were coming to my house. And mm. I don't even remember making the turkey, but November is very tough. The like I said, I off. miss him. And I don't even remember how many years it's been, but it feels like yesterday when I'm every November, you know, it's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you. I hear you. No, I hear you. This is also around the same time my dad passed away. Yeah, so November's like, I, I a guess. tough month. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but very grateful to be here. And Well, there's a lot of shifting, a lot of openings, yeah, a lot you know. Of openings. A lot of openings during this month. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of different openings. Every month has its own blessings. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. <sighs> Well, this helps. This is beautiful. This Palo, Palo Santo yeah. is really it's clearing. It's bringing you into it a does. space of yeah. any, uh, your, your 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 roots, your ancestral. Yeah. It's really... a great modality. I mean, who doesn't like the smell of a wood? Well, I mean, hey. I mean, a fire burning. There's nothing. There's nothing more soothing than that. The tent is burning. The tent is burning. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the reason I wanted to talk about a a, a, a breathing technique. Mm, this is great. A breathing technique. It's a Kabbalistic breathing technique, and it's uh, and it comes from uh, and it's based on a four-letter word in Hebrew. Uh oh. <laughs> Begins with L F. No, no. Shad Muta. That's the. I think that's the. That's the. Uh, logo slogan yeah. of the show it's like ah, Charmuta, Maluka, whatever all of them so that word that four-letter word is actually one of the synonyms for the word joy in hebrew okay so in english joy is joy there's one le- one word called joy but in hebrew you have 10 words that are that are representing 10 different levels of the actual act of joy or actually being in joy. There, there, are ten, there, there are 10 levels, 10 synonyms. There are 10 letters, uh, 10 words for, for that in Hebrew. And one of them is called Chedva. Now, Chedva is, is the beginning of an experience. It's any beginning of an experience is like, it's like a blast and then comes back a little bit. It's like, boom, right? Everything is, is uh, every beginning of something. Every beginning of something is a little bit, a little bit more than the continuation of the experience. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I'm... Give you an example. You go up on a roller coaster. Okay. Right. You climb. You climb. You climb. You climb. Just before, just before you drop the first drop, right? Your ass leaves the chair for a split of a second. As it goes, as it starts dropping, your your body st- stays up for a split of seconds, and, and and you are separated from the chair. Mm. 
And that's the exhilarating feeling that you're getting when you're going down a roller coaster. The first, the initial, if you notice, the initial, the initial point of experience is that chedva. And that is the initial point of experience. Like, just like the roller coaster, where you have that, where your ass is living as before you go down, your ass is just leaving the chair. Levitating. Like, levitating because of the gravity. That's chedva. That's the beginning of an experience. It's the beginning of an experience, and it's chedva comes from the word chad, sharp, like a knife, like you can cut it. It's that, that, that noticeable, initial. that initial, okay, the initial, okay. just the initial thing. And so, and so this is what it is. And so, it, 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 so the word is chedva, is from the eighth letter, chet, the fourth letter, daled, the sixth letter, vav, and the fifth letter, hey. And uh, so the eight. Uh, eight, four, six, and five. And what you do is you inhale for eight, hold for four, exhale for six. Nose or mouth? Well, while, while I'm talking, it's mouth. Here's but, the difference but, between nose and mouth. Yeah. If you're if you're doing it all in your nose, you're keeping your body temperature inside. You're keeping you're, okay. you're keeping it inside. And, and that's okay. Sometimes it, when I do certain meditations, it's with nose breathing only to keep the temperature and to keep everything inside. The mouth will cool your body off. So what do we want to do in this breathing exercise? In this, breathing, to... in this breathing, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can, you can through your mouth. And what will happen is you will notice that at first what I'm counting because it's, it's irregular. Oh, mm -hmm. eight, four, six, five. But you'll notice after like three, four times. Can you run me through it? Yeah. Okay, because then they can do so, it too. Okay, so, so do you have to be in a certain... Well, the, be the, be the best thing is, is to lay down, but you're good like this. So, I'll lay down. So you take out air, okay. everything, take out the air, take out the air, Wait. out. <sighs> and you fill your stomach, you fill your belly with air. And it's easier to do our chest because many times people are shallow breathing, but... Hold for four. Out, two, three... Four, hold for five, two, three, four, five. In eight. Hold for four. Out for six, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh. Hold for five. Lightheaded. Now you start feeling lightheaded. Lightheaded. And, oh my and, gosh. And, and the thing is that at first. What is that lightheadedness? Well, that's the way that you're regulating the oxygen to your brain so if you're used to breathe a lot now it's hot also and so if you are try when you're running not to breathe just to take long breaths you can't take long breaths you have to take short breaths to keep your body cool right and so so you, because you're taking long breaths you are you are creating uh, some kind of a movement inside you uh, so so it, it, it's going to be in the beginning you, you will notice that before you reach the number eight, you're already filled up. And that's okay. So still count to eight. Count to eight. And you will you will notice that as you go through it, you will learn how to uh, how to uh, time your breathing in so you can breathe eight, fully eight. And if you breathe with your belly, you let your belly expand. And after you're done with your belly, then you can let your chest expand. So you have two chambers. You have two chambers for, for breathing. And so as you practice this, you will not need to count eventually. You will do it automatically. And this will bring you to the place of joy. This yeah. is joy cultivating breathing technique. Now, when you're going through um, 
and uh, like an argument, um, um, discussion, an argument, whatever that is with somebody, it's kind of like uh, you're not going to say, "Okay, let me take eight breaths," and uh, then uh, then we'll continue. I mean, internally you could do that if you are if you are uh, if you are aware of that. That's why I use the modality of mind. You hold it as long as you can. I mean, until you can't. Remember, as kids, you'd go through a tunnel and you hold your breath and then you make a wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing. I want you to hold your. Oh, breath. you made a wish. It, yeah, you make a wish when you go through the tunnel. Oh, so I want to wish to get out without my hair on. <laughs> That's okay. You wish you were alive. At the end. <laughs> so you hold it as as long as you can. And then you breathe out. Same thing if you don't have the eight count. It's yes, like yes. if you're if somebody triggers you and you're like your first response, just reaction, just hold it, hold it, hold it. It's it's you know, there's something to the breath. Like I said, if you just tried this, I got lightheaded. And I used to be a chest breather because I was I'm an athlete. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't and, used to breathing. And this my is with women. With, with women is is very important, ladies. Whoever is watching, yeah. Many women are shallow breathers, and that's a lot with stress and with with dealing with everything. But what's what's happening with, with women that I notice is once you start in, uh, embracing deep breaths, belly breaths, your life will change completely. Just those, just being conscious to the breath of belly breathing, filling your belly out. Now, the best way to do that, to notice that you're doing it well, is lay down. Put the book on your belly. Mm. Lay down. Now you look down, and you're and you're focusing on raising the book. Only if you see your chest is coming up, then you're not doing it right. Oh, and shit. after and after you're done with the chest, then you, uh, with the belly, then you can raise your chest and and fill it up. But first. Is the belly, and then you'll see as the book goes up and down, you'll notice, you'll know if the book, if you're breathing right, because oh. it's a belly breathing, right? And so, so that that right. that technique, that technique will relax you in every situation. Will actually not just relax you, will reverse whatever place you are in to a place of joy, to a place of contentment, contentment. Yeah, contentment, contentment. peace. Yeah, neutrality. Uh, and uh, and the gardener started. It started right away when it started when we're about to, to be done. Exactly, that's it okay. Just, uh, we, we've gone through so many tools, through and so I think many things, yeah. so that's every week. That's our purpose, just to well, be connected here, with yeah. you. And um, yeah, and is there, if there is every anything week, every other week, what's time? I don't know. What time. Whenever <laughs> well, we can be in the tent. Yeah, whenever we can be in the tent. Whenever we can do that, we're going yeah. to do that. Um, it's really fun. I really like this thing that we are on the road, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. This, uh, um, it's very relaxed. I mean, I love the studio feel, and we've been asked to do it in a couple of studios. And yeah, we great. did, right? That, yeah, but South Bay Live has asked, yeah. and they can, they've asked me, and they've asked that I can bring a guest or we can do a show South Bay Live, which is in the you know, South Bay Redondo, Hermosa. Oh, yeah, so let's do that. Going to, uh, investigate that further. They want me to call them, so I don't think I even mentioned it to you. They contacted me yesterday. No. I'm, I'm bringing them in without even asking. So we have a studio uh, there that we could do, oh, which is cool. great. Oh, good, good, good. We have a green screen and everything. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I don't like green screens. Well, you could create a background. If you I want. know. I, I hate green screens. I we mean, don't look have at the, to. But we don't have green screens. It's an option. It's like, you know, it's like, no, no, I get that. I'm just like, you see green screens. You know, right away people are on green screens. Yeah, yeah. Right, because you can, see, you know, you can see some green. It's not sitting right. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're too tight. The hair is too tight too on tight. you. The the thing, everything is that because you're on a green screen. You know, it's like. Anyway, that's one option. Yeah. But I really love the tent. It's like such a relaxed environment. Um, this is my Moroccan tent. Yeah, we never know where we're gonna be. Yeah, but it was great. You know, uh, you know, it was. It started a few weeks ago when, when we. Uh, it was diddling with the, <laughs> the sound buttons and. 
We were uninvited. I, 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 I need to know how I, how I sound. You know, I want to know how I sound like. That's what happens like, when you start diddling with the wrong buttons. Diddling with the buttons. I was like, all right, fine. You got to be careful where you diddle. Nah, it's okay. I've, dad, I've diddled enough. <laughs> <laughs> I've diddled enough and so, and uh, I've diddled in the other studios. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have those studios where... But we'll see. We may continue doing it here because it's really kind of like... Uh, yeah, if you want to invite us to your studio, invite, invite us. us to our studio, CBS, ABS. Sure. We, are, um, we, are, we are working, Warner with, Brothers, we are working with couples. We're working in, in, uh, uh, in therapy with couples. And so... We're some formulating of the tools, a, a workshop, so... So some of the tools that we talked about today are are there, but there's so much more and uh, well, actually, so much more to gain. I really don't like the word play workshop. Shop. I like play shop. Play shop. Play shop so is better. Play, shops, play shop I is better. It's just, those are the things before COVID that I used to get shop. to do with kids and adults. And sometimes I just work with women. Sometimes it's men and women, children, teens, adults, um, yeah. again, inner child and, and, I'm, I always bring Jojo into it because she's Jojo. Jojo is her... my my character in my book. She's a fairy angel, and her books are conscious stories, um, and yeah. teach tools, and so. Yeah, Jojo. And you've got a, a movie coming out. You're going to be oh, working on. Oh well, Just tell them about I'm, your movie. Well, I'm working on this documentary for. Are you talking about that? Yes, of okay. course. Um, for now, ten years now, 10, 11, yes. 10, 11. I thought when I started. The funny thing is, I thought when I started, just ah. A year, I get the movie in, out, boom. Okay. One year, I'm out. <laughs> well, I like how you said timing, though. Like, it, it comes out when it's it timing. Out. You know, it's if it would come out then at that time, it would miss its really true potential. Like, what it can really be. Yeah, it could have been, but it would be only a film about sex trafficking. But it's way beyond that. It's about our. It's about can we rise above what society reduced us to be, or where we what we reduced ourselves to be? Can we rise above that? And, Choices. Uh, and yeah, and, and, uh, it talks about three people from different time, different places of the world that they ended up, uh, inhabiting that despite their uh, childhood dreams, right? Right. Look at despite, that. Despite their childhood dreams, they all ended up inhabiting the red light district of Tel Aviv. And so I'll say enough about that. I won't say more about that, but I remember when I started the film it was 10, 11 years ago and, um, now I'm serious post-production yeah. well and, and so, Alan, i mean you're working on some major major we can't say right now major uh video editing for oh, some, oh some a musician yeah we can't say yeah yet. i can't say uh, but yet. when yeah it's amazing i so thank you so, so thank you so so that would be that would be nice when it comes out it was just some logistical things and uh yeah what are you uh oh we're, we start working on a fifth book fifth right book yes and i have a fifth and a sixth book and still pushing for it to be an animation. So we're working on that, or I'm working on that. Um, so if anybody's watching and want to donate their animation, <laughs> it's not donate, it's like an exchange because. Yeah, I'm looking for it to be an animation. I do have a short on my website and uh, websites on, he gives the website on the stream yard or you can go to our profiles. So um, Body me... Soul Sound on Instagram. I'm Jojo by Gigi. Um, and on Facebook, obviously, Gina Ann and, and Ilana Zule gives us, you know, has our website. So reach out if you want services, um, so interested, if you need further assistance or questions, please. So tell them your website. It is www.gina, G-I-N-A, A-N-N, author, A-U-T-H-O-R, dot com. Dot com. Okay, let's see. Uh, yeah, let's see, do this. 
great. So there you go. And now thank you we for have this. having me on. Perfect. It's at we the have, bottom. We have at the bottom the Woo-hoo. the website and uh, the All website for both of us. It. And so yeah, come Gina and Author.com. Yep. Yeah. BodySoulSound.com. Perfect. This is for us. This is this is how you can reach us. You can reach us also via the gram of the Insta. The and, messenger. And the messenger and the Facebook. And it's lovely being here. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. Yeah. It's great. So we'd like to encourage questions too. If you yeah, if you have a questions, you type it in. Yeah, it's no well, problem. That's that's always uh it's always uh willkommen. So Thank you very much for being here. Thank it's you. been a pleasure being with you today again. This is Abracadabra, create what you speak. By, by the way, Abracadabra comes from the Aramaic word, Evracadabra, two words actually, Evracadabra, which means I create as I speak, literally. So we create what we speak, we manifest. Oh, that I want to do a whole show on that. A manifestation. This is the master manifester. Well, you know, there is a way to do that. There's a way to do that, and- so... It's, it's I want to do one whole show on that. That's people. We'll do that. I've asked. I've had so many clients ask, and I'm a manifester, but not like Milan is. No, well, well, well thank you, thank you. But uh, is it is, it is, it is what it is. You know, it, it, it took. Here's the thing. I kept going on through life, saying, "Oh, I need to learn this. Need to learn this to to know this and this and this and that." But actually, what it is is, I need to unlearn this to un- to remove the filter, to remove a filter because what I. What I what I want to do and what I, how I am is already there. It's just been covered by filters all these years. Mm. So it's more removing, peeling the layers. Ogre Ol, has layers, no? <laughs> voiceovers. <laughs> voiceovers too, yeah. Ogres have layers. Thank you very much. Uh, Gina Ann, I'm Ilan Azulai. Have a wonderful week. Create what you speak. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Okay, hold on. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.